Welcome to the Riverside Church Podcast. We hope today's message encourages you and strengthens your walk with God. Enjoy the message. Hey, Riverside Church and everybody that's joining us right now, wherever you're at, whether you're at home, you're at work, you're in your car, wherever you're at, thank you so much for joining us. For those who haven't met yet, my name is Caleb and I have the honor and privilege to preach and speak to you guys this Wednesday evening. Before we get into it, we wanna thank you for your financial support. It's by and through your generosity, through your tithes and offerings that this is possible. God bless you, we love all of you so much and I'm so excited to get into this word. If you don't mind, we're gonna go ahead and kind of just get right into it. I'm gonna be talking about the idea and I'm gonna be touching on the subject of God's peace. God's peace, wherever you're at, why don't you just say that with me? God's peace. How many people will be honest and say, I need more of the peace of God in my life? I'll be one of the first people to raise my hands. And you know, the Bible, God's word has a lot to say about the peace of God. In fact, it mentions the peace of God about 400 times. And we know that the peace of God is also one of the fruits of the spirit as well. And one thing I've realized during this time as we face this pandemic, um, this crisis that's running rampant in the world and in this nation is that with this disease going on, it's causing a lot of people to not be at ease. They may feel frustrated, they may feel feel, uh, fretful, they may feel afraid, they may be even concerned some, but I just wanna encourage you that you should never let outward uh, circumstances or experiences rob your peace, that you have something available to you. And I wanna talk about that a little bit. And if you don't mind, why don't you turn to me in your Bible or on your phone, or if you just wanna check it out on the screen, I'm reading out of John chapter 14. Verse 27, I got one verse for you guys this Wednesday evening. It's gonna be very easy for you guys to remember. This is a great scripture, by the way, to memorize. Check it out. And this is actually, so that way you understand the context of what's happening, what's taking place. This is actually one of the last teachings that Jesus gives to his disciples before he goes to the cross. And they're actually fixing to face some of the most severe persecution and punishment that they're ever gonna experience. In fact, if you look into it, um, out of the 12 apostles, only one of them don't end up dying from, you know, martyred, like from being martyred. Uh, Peter was even crucified upside down. But I love this scripture because even though they're about to face so much persecution and pressure and trials and tribulations, Jesus leaves them with this before he goes to the cross. Check it out. In John chapter 14, verse 27, it says, and this is Jesus talking, peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. That's so good. We need to read it again. You ready? Peace I leave with you, my peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. If you want to write down the sermon title, the message title for this Wednesday evening, it's Positioned for Peace. Positioned for Peace. I almost uh, entitled this, this talk uh, Peace During Dis-Ease, Feeling Dis-Ease, but I just really felt like God wanted me to encourage you and tell you how you can be positioned for peace no matter what area or season that you go through in life. Can we pray together real quick wherever you're at? Why don't you join me in prayer? 
Dear Jesus, it's because of you that we've gathered together virtually online, God. It's in your name, God, that we come to today, God, this Wednesday evening, Lord. God, I just pray right now that the burden and the word that I feel impressed on my heart during this time, God, talking about your peace would just be relayed, God, with clarity, Jesus, and confidence. We praise you. We have our hearts open to receive your word. In Jesus' name, and all of God's people said, amen, amen, amen. Hey, real quick, um, everything that's been taking place recently reminded me of something. I kind of want to start off this conversation with this segue into something. But I've noticed that with this uh, disease going on, with quarantine and lockdown taking place and people uh, becoming more isolated in their homes, some people have more free time than others. I've noticed that people are taking it upon themselves to learn new things. This is a great opportunity for us to learn new things and experience things that maybe we haven't experienced before. I heard some people are picking up instruments they haven't played in a while. Some people are even learning new languages. Uh, but you know, maybe you're just at home watching Netflix or something. Good for you to each its own. One thing I've been trying to do recently, I've been, I've been wanting to become a better cook. I just feel like I'm lacking in that arena, like in that area right now when it comes to how I cook and how I prepare my food. So I decided I'm gonna try to get better at this, okay? And it's never been my strong suit. I've always relied, you know, on my mom or sisters cooking for me or even my, you know, my dad sometimes, my dad can grill, okay? I don't know if my dad can cook in other areas really well. He can grill really good um, or going through the drive-through, okay? And the other day I tried to make an omelet, a big emphasis on that word tried, okay? My dad and Allison were laughing at my omelet afterward. That's probably not a good sign, but hey, I am trying to become better. But something happened recently, you know, because here's the thing. I may not be the best cook, but my mom and her mom, that's where she learned a lot of her cooking. My mamaw, she's a phenomenal cook. Like she was known for her recipes, for her desserts. I felt like she came over every single week at our house and said, hey, I made something healthy for you. I made healthy cookies, healthy pie, healthy cake. I'm like, mamaw, these cannot all be healthy. They taste so, so good. And I won't, I, I won't forget going over to my mamaw's house and we would stay there, me and my friends, and we'd have breakfast, we'd have lunch, we'd have dinner and with snacks in between. And all I'm trying to express is she was a phenomenal cook. And recently, my mom went through one of her boxes and she found a book of recipes. A book of recipes and that's something that's meaningful and important to us because some of you may know, but my mamaw passed away not too long ago. And we love her cooking so, so much. So I said to myself, I wanna take it upon myself to learn some of these recipes. I feel like I'm on a cooking show right now, I promise. We're about to get into something really good. But if I just learned a quarter or 10% of the recipes of, that my mamaw left behind, I'm telling you, I would be so proud of myself because Lord knows I'm not the best cook. But the same can also be said about my peace. If I'm being honest, just like I can be bad at cooking, sometimes I can be bad at managing or maintaining my peace in life. You know, because to be honest, sometimes I can allow small things to get the best of me sometimes, where it feels like it robs my peace, especially during this pandemic, 
right now. Whether I'm at home, I'm, I'm at the store, I'm on social media, if I'm not careful, there have been moments where I feel like my peace has been disturbed. And I don't know if you can relate to me or not, but I feel like, I feel like there's some people that can relate to me right now. Maybe all of you guys can relate to me in, in some way or some measure right now, because uh, right now it, it can be really hard to live a peaceful life life or feel like you're at peace right now. Uh, maybe right now um, you, you're seeing the economy right now and you're seeing a, 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 a just a downsize in different areas when it comes to the stocks or maybe your, your job is kind of up in the air or your business is up in the air. Maybe you're at home right now working from home and your kids are just running around saying, hey mom, hey mom, hey mom, hey dad, hey dad, hey dad. And maybe you just feel like peace isn't attainable. Maybe you feel fear, maybe you feel frustration, maybe you feel worried, anxiety, like even I can feel sometimes. I think we can all feel like that at times. But I just wanna remind you that Jesus doesn't want you, Jesus doesn't want you to have a life where you're like that all the time, but you have peace that you can access through him that he left behind. Just like my mamaw left those recipes for me to grab a hold, even though I'm not the best cook, Jesus left behind his peace. It said it right here in John chapter 14. So I have good news for you. If you feel like you can't catch a break, if you feel like you don't have any peace, if you feel just frustrated and you feel like you're allowing the pressures of this world just to weigh on your heart and weigh on your soul, guess what? You, don't, you do not have to let your heart be troubled and you do not have to be afraid. Come on, I wish I can get an amen right now. Come on guys, I'm telling you right now, Jesus, has peace available for each and every single one of us. In the scripture we just read, Jesus said that he has left behind peace for us. And he also tells us that the peace that he leaves behind for us is different than the, the peace that the world offers. He said it's different than the peace that, this, this is what got me about that scripture. Jesus said there is a different type of peace than the peace that he offers. So that tells me that we can actually receive our peace from different sources. That there is more than just one source of peace, but the question is, is it the right source of peace? Is it sustainable? Is it sufficient? Is it enough? And here's the thing about the world's peace. The world's peace is hinged on whether or not things are good or things are bad. Whether you're having a good day or a bad day, whether or not someone's mean to you or whether or not someone is nice to you. In other words, the world's peace is circumstantial. It may be good one minute or one moment, but after a unfortunate turn of events, it can change completely because the world is unstable. That's just it. See, some of us think that the only way that we can walk in peace and experience peace is by going on a vacation and letting everything go our way where we have no problems at all. At all. But the reality is, that's actually the peace that the world has to offer. And that is peace that is shallow. And that is simply a temporary escape. But there is a peace. What if I told you there is a peace that you can access that comes from God 
that is constant and consistent. The reason I know it's constant and consistent is because Jesus said, I am the same yesterday, today. And for God said, I am the same yesterday, today, and forever. I'm telling you right now, you can rely on the peace of God. It kind of reminds me of of something that happened here pretty recently at the church. We were painting here at the church um, on the inside before all this happened. We had some volunteers come out. And as we were painting one of the walls, um, they, one side of the building needed more light. So the ring light that we're actually using right now, they said, hey, we need the ring light. We need, we need something to kind of give off light. So I grabbed the ring light, but the thing was, we lost the power cord for the ring light. So I, found, I went ahead and grabbed, you ever done this before? I went ahead and grabbed another power source from another device, and I plugged it into the ring light. And it works for a couple minutes, it works pretty decently. But then after a while, I wish I could just show you an example, but I don't want anybody that has epilepsy to watch this and I don't want us to get sued as a church or anything like that. But I'm telling you, that thing was like strobing, it was flashing. And I went ahead, they said, Caleb, come over here. So I went ahead, went over there, I unplugged it, I plugged it back in and it worked good for maybe 10 more minutes, but then it kept on doing it again. And I just got reminded, I just felt like God told me, that's exactly what the world's peace is like. It may be good for a little bit, It may be good for a short amount of time, but it's not sustainable and it's not gonna last because it's hinged on whether things are good or not. Because I'm telling you right now, a lot of times our peace is rooted and grounded in our bank account, come on somebody, our health, um, our appearances, by how our family is and, and what's going on, but what we can see with our physical, visible eyes. But I'm just gonna tell you right now, trials and tribulations will come. The stock market could crash like it is right now. We could be diagnosed with the disease, like Lord forbid any of that ever happened, but things could happen in life because Jesus even said, trials and tribulations are going to come. Trials and tribulations are inevitable. They're gonna happen in life. But he did say that we can have peace, we can access the peace of God that he left behind that is different than the peace that this world has to offer. Why? Because my peace is rooted and it's founded on the kingdom of God. It's found in Jesus Christ. And I'm telling you right now, he's the same yesterday, today, and forever. His love never fails. It's got to be much deeper than our bank accounts. It's gotta be much deeper than the global economy. It has to be so much deeper than our physical health. It has to be so much deeper than just ourselves. We have to be sure that we access peace from above. I I think you get the point. There's peace from God. We can access peace from God because Jesus promised that there's peace that we can access through him. We don't have to be troubled in our hearts. We don't have to be afraid. And you may be asking yourself, Caleb, I hear what you're saying. How do I access the peace of God? I want more of the peace of God. Like I I need more of it right now, more than ever. How do I access it? Here's your answer. And it's in a form of a point. It's just my only point for this Wednesday evening. And it's this, when you pursue Jesus, you are positioned for peace. When you pursue Jesus, you are positioned for peace. I feel this on my heart right now because I just, I just feel like there's somebody right there that's listening to me that needs to access the, the peace of God. And Jesus even said it. He said, I leave you peace. So that tells me that it comes from the Lord. It comes from him. It comes from his spirit. 
So why in the world would we try to go to another source or another person or another thing to receive peace that only Jesus can give us? It comes from Jesus. Let me give you an example. Me and my dad went on a bike ride recently. Um, we rode about 15 uh, miles, no big deal. No, I'm just kidding. That was actually a big deal for me. My dad, PB's been getting it, y'all. He rode 25 miles yesterday. Give PB a hand clap. He's been getting it. He's been hustling, man. He's been inviting me. Anyways, Caleb, he, he said, Caleb, can you join me on this bike ride? And he told me that a couple days ago. So I said, sure, dad, I'll go with you. And, and, and he said, okay, just make sure that you follow after me. Don't get, try not to get too far ahead at the beginning. Try not to, you know, try to pass me up. Just like follow my leads. And honestly, that wasn't enough for me, man, because he was getting it and I was following behind him. And, you know, I would, I would kind of ride beside him and we, we reached about the um, 12 mile mark and we decided it was time to come back, okay? And, and my mom was on the way back to come and get us. And we were a couple miles in after the 12 mile mark. And I won't forget seeing my dad up ahead. He was a pretty good distance away from me. Not, not too, too far, but he, he was right there ahead of me. And what happened was eventually he looked behind, looked behind him and he, he looked at me and he said, Caleb, come up here. And I pulled up beside him and he said, Caleb, did you see what just happened? And I said, no, what just happened? He said, Caleb, there was a rattlesnake, like huge rattlesnake, like this big. And as we were going down the road, like I didn't even notice it till last second. I couldn't avoid it in time. I ended up running over the rattlesnake. And by the time that I got to where my dad was, that rattlesnake had been scared, uh, scared away and it went away. To, and that thing could have bit me. It could have bit my dad. It could have done something to one of us, but I do know that the reason that I didn't see it and the reason that it, it didn't affect me is because I was in pursuit of my dad. I was following after my father. Can I tell you something real quick about Jesus? That whenever you pursue Jesus, you can have confidence knowing that Jesus goes ahead of you because he's a good shepherd and he will clear the way. And you can have a peace of mind knowing that every problem, every devil, every sickness, every disease is underneath his feet. Think about this. I want to preach a moment, like the gospel message. Jesus took care of the greatest need that you and I ever needed in our life, and that was our salvation. We were so dead in our sin. We were so lost. We were so far from God. We had no hope at all. But I thank God that someone by the name of Jesus Christ, the Son of God, came down flesh and bone, and he took on sin. He who knew no sin became sin, so that way we can become the righteousness of God. What am I trying to say? He defeated death, he defeated hell, and he defeated the grave. And just like Genesis chapter 3 says, just like God said, he crushed the serpent's head. <laughs> it reminds me of the story of my dad going on the bike ride. All I'm trying to say is this. When we follow after Jesus and we pursue after Jesus, we will experience more peace. See, the peace is a blessing, but Jesus is the blesser. That's why Jesus is called the Prince of Peace. And no matter, and I'm not saying you're not gonna have no problems, because some of us think that peace is the absence of problems. But the reality is, you really don't know if you have the peace of God until you walk into some problems or situations. Sometimes it's only by the problems and challenges and difficulties that we come against is, is, 
is when we know and we realize that we actually are carriers of the peace of God in our life. You may not, in other words, you may not be able to control your situation, but you can control your spirit. So next time you feel fear or depression or anxiety or, or just worry coming in your life, I just want to encourage you to lean into Jesus, pursue Jesus, read your Bible, spend time in prayer, fast, seek his face. When you draw near to God, guess what? He will draw near to you. Come on, anybody thankful for that? Can you imagine what that would look like in your life if you just simply pursued Jesus? And I always say simply, sometimes it's way easier said than done, right? But if you pursued after Jesus and you tapped into the peace, that's different than the peace that the world has to offer. Can you imagine what your family would function and look like if you just simply pursued, if you, if you pursued after Jesus? Man, can we, like, imagine how we would be like as a church if in the middle of chaos, we remain calm because we have access to peace from Jesus. All I'm saying is his peace is accessible. Remember the point. When you pursue Jesus, you are positioning yourself for peace. The more Jesus you have, the more peace you will have. And I want to end this quote, end with this quote before we pray. This quote just came to my mind um, as I was preparing for this message. And it's this, a church's vitality isn't measured by the amount of people that fill the chairs, but rather how much Jesus fill the people. How, how, much, how, how much the people are filled with Jesus. You get what I'm saying. All I'm saying is this, when you're filled with Jesus, you will be filled with peace. The peace of God is available to you right now in this moment. I don't care where you are right now, whether in your, you're in your living room, whether you're, you're, whether you're at, uh, in the car, you're at work, or maybe you're just sitting down on the couch watching this on your phone later on. I, I don't know where you're at right now. All I know is that his, God's spirit, he, he, he's, he, he's right now just longing to co come into your heart, just to really just overwhelm your heart with the peace and love of God. Can I pray for you right now? If, if you receive this, come on, disagree with me. Lord Jesus, I thank you, Lord, right now for every person underneath the sound of my voice, God. God, I feel your presence right now in this moment, Lord. I know that, God, your peace is accessible and available to us today. Help us continue to pursue after you with everything that we've got, God, in our hearts, Lord. God, we just want to finish the race. We want to fall after you. Thank you, Jesus. God, just the thought of, of knowing that you went ahead of us, knowing that you defeated and took care of everything, God, should give us a confidence and a reassurance to where we feel the peace of God in our hearts. That's it, God. Just like I said, God, whenever we know that you, we pursue you, you go ahead of us, you clear the way, we can have the, the peace of God available in our hearts. God, right now, I just pray for the peace of God in every home, over every family. God, we love you, Jesus. It's your name we pray. Amen. I want to give somebody an opportunity right now in this moment to make Jesus Christ your personal Lord and Savior. The best decision that you could ever make. Jesus said, I am the way, I am the truth, I am the life. No one can get to heaven. No one can come to the Father except through me. Jesus didn't come to make bad people good. Jesus came to make dead people alive. And if you just simply repent of your sins, you believe that Jesus died, you believe that he rose, you believe he's the son of God, that he is who he said he is, who he is, you will be saved. Believe that he rose from the dead. Come on, pray with me. Lord Jesus, 
Come on, repeat after me. Maybe this is your first time praying this prayer. Say, Lord Jesus, forgive me for my sins. I repent. I love you. I believe that you died, and I believe that you rose. I forgive other people as well. I make you the Lord of my life. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Come on, Riverside Church, wherever you're at, put your hands together. We love you guys all so much. We just pray God's blessing and love and just abundance over every single one of you guys. God bless you. Thank you so much for listening. Remember, you have the peace of God available to you no matter where you are. God bless you. Have a great Wednesday evening. Thank you for listening to today's message. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe and share it with a friend. For more information about who we are, visit RiversideChurchTX.com.